our feature presentation. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Welcome into another episode of Our Taste is Trash. I'm Josh. And I'm Jade. And Jade, it is... That time of year again. In fact, maybe a little late, but I think that's okay. We've oh, had yeah. things like the writer strike. We've had the acting strike. It's affected all of us in the entertainment industry. <laughs> yes, us, us personally, show. absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> we've been personally victimized by <laughs> yeah the SAG the after writer strike. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but, but victimized by the studios because they're the ones oh. that have caused the strike yes. to go on so long this exactly. last year. Yeah, but it's time, Jade, for the third annual. Trashy awards. This, this was hard. This is a hard year. And not because of last year where the films were so good. It's because most of the films were so fucking bad. It was hard to yes. make selections this year. It was crazy. I was going through the list of everything that we had reviewed and also just watched in 2023. And I just there weren't as many things I was excited about when I was trying to pick for categories. And I was like, what's going on? And I looked at our list from 2022 and I was like, Dude, 2020, 2022 was banging. It, like, the movies that came out, incredible. It was like, I dare say, Jade, close to a 99 year of movies oh. in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite. Right. There's nothing ever, nothing is Nothing will yet, ever touch 1999. No. <laughs> I don't know what they were putting in the water in the fucking 90s. It, you know what? I think was, they remember our theory that because everyone thought everything would, would end, end computers in, would just go down the internet will go down in 2000 i think filmmakers were like well we got to put out the best fucking work yeah. that we possibly can in 1999 before we can't even produce film anymore well, also i mean like you had clinton in the white house you had a budget surplus <sighs> and everyone was making money you could like buy a house for like you know three dollars and a strawberry like i mean it was there was nick at night you know oh, for by the foot <sighs> come on yeah mm. what a time yeah. oregon trail was still a thing i mean that was <laughs> yeah you know just we're all getting dysentery oh, it was fine oh it was fine it was it was the best it was the best of times well jade let's jump right into some of the categories we we're dividing this much like the golden globes because we put ourselves on that same pedestal of echelon of awards i think we're about the same level yeah less scandal i mean but we can be bribed i mean you know yeah. that ever came down to it we absolutely Absolutely can be bribed. Absolutely. So, just anyone talk who me wants. You. Yeah. <laughs> talk to you, anyone who makes movies, really, that wants to sponsor. If you want a golden trashy, just send some we'll, money your way. We will send you one, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Jay, let's dump, jump in. Dump in. Jesus Christ. Marty, Marty's just so <laughs> negative here today. Let's jump into these categories, starting with movies and looking at best comedy. Now, this category took a little bit of finessing because I think when we started the nominations, we had about 15 movies between the two of us that we actually enjoyed. It's probably the most popular category we had. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. There were some decent selections in there. But then as we started kind of pre-showing it, we were like, mm, were they good? Like, were they actually that good? Like, yeah, like, did, were they deserving of this title? So we cut it down to our top four. Yeah. And they are, we have the triangle of sadness here as one of the nominees. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a movie that a lot of folks missed out on. I feel like they saw yeah. it and were like, Woody Harrelson, that might be funny. I don't know anyone else besides you and me that actually watched this movie. Same. I don't even think people I know even know that it's a movie. Um, because this was a, you know, this went on the 
the like the indie circuits and was nominated for a couple of awards. So it definitely was one of those that maybe not the average viewer was going to watch. But oh man, we reviewed it here on the podcast. You guys listened to that episode. I mean, a great film yeah. overall. Just a really good take on kind of the class dispersion and, you know, kind of a little bit ether rich. <laughs> I mean, late stage capitalism and just overconsumption. Oh, yeah. And I mean, also just all sorts of narratives going on there. Of course, we couldn't do a comedy category without including the one of the top grossing films of the year, which mm-hmm. is Barbie. I mean, yeah. It's still one of my favorite movies of the whole year, Jade. I, I don't know what else I can say about it. I mean, this... It's definitely top three for me. It was entertaining. It was one of my favorite movies. Either. Like, when people are like, what was the great movie you watched last year? Like, Barbie comes to mind. Spider-Man yeah. comes to mind, which, oddly enough, is our next <laughs> nomination. Yes. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I mean, Jade, what else can I say about this film? This was easily one of my favorite movies of the entire year. Oh, I mean, absolutely. That I just... Laughed. I cried. This is one of the few movies I've watched. I've watched this movie three times now this year. So have I. <laughs> I have because I watched it. Of course, when we watched it in theaters. I watched it again when it came out on streaming, and then I watched it one more time on streaming because I was like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. What's a good film? Yeah. Spider-Man Across the Spider Verse. Yep. I watched it on a plane. I watched it in theaters, and then I watched yep. it again when it came out on streaming. Like it. Mm-hmm. It's it's that good. And then it's just that good. Jade. I almost forgot about this movie that it came out this year. And I know. another movie I've actually watched twice now because it came I out. I watched it three times. <laughs> and that's Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. I did not expect to enjoy this movie as much as I did. I thought we were going to get a one-off kind of bullshit film. And like, yep. you know, I would honestly be excited if they did a sequel, which I mean, obviously I think they should. God, I really, really hope they do. I mean, we reviewed on the podcast. I cannot say enough good things about it. It was just so much fun. Like, it's a classic adventure comedy film that I don't think we get as much anymore. And I just, I loved it. And I cannot say enough good things about the practical effects and costuming and puppetry use like uh jim henson's creature shop did a lot of the creature um pu- like puppetry like Jar- jarnathan hello my favorite character jarnathan, I was- jarnathan! jarnathan no <laughs> and what are you doing jarnathan <laughs> so fucking good yeah um so our winner of best Is? comedy dungeons and dragons honor among thieves i oh. mean well worth it like i said like so i've already watched it three times i laughed Every single time I watched this with my sister, she hadn't seen it um, when it first came out on Paramount Plus. And I mean, she was like dying the entire time. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just it's just it's just a fun, fun thing to watch. Well, Jade, let's move on to the next category, which is best drama and for a movie and feature length mm-hmm. film. And we have four here. We have Tetris. We added talk to me to this, which some people might not see as a drama, but I would argue that, even though it is also in the in the horror category. Yeah. Uh, we also have The Killer and Gran Turismo. And Jade, did you finally get to watch Gran Turismo uh, earlier or later in the year? Yeah, I watched Gran Turismo like when it dropped on Netflix about a month ago or so. And literally, I was so stoked because, first of all, huge fan of the game Gran Turismo. I... Had it when it very first released on the PlayStation 1. It was a game that my sister and I played all the time. We got the steering wheel nice. um, controller. Yeah, to play 
a Gran Turismo. Um, so something that's definitely close to my heart. And the fact that it's based on a true story and the story is absolutely incredible. I think they did such a good job because it was like, it was fun. It was exciting. And it's a great, you know, underdog story, which I think everyone loves. Um, and I think they did a great job. And this really put, what's his name? Archie Madekwe? Madekwe? On yeah. the map. Like, and it also yes. makes an appearance in Saltburn. And he's on another show too that I can't remember at, at this moment. Yeah. But he, oh, he was in Midsommar as well. That's yes, he, he, that's he right. He a small role yeah. in that as well. But I, again, I think this really put him on the map. I can't, I'm excited to see what else he does. Um, and there mm-hmm. was a lot of, this would seem to be a year of company biopics. Like, you know, like. Yes. Because, yeah, Gran Turismo focuses on uh, Nissan is the company that well, sponsored it. Yeah. In, and PlayStation, course, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the game, but the real life story is Nissan. Yeah. Um, which is yeah. crazy. And then you have, um, we have another have Tetris. Tetris. As well, which probably one of my favorite you know company <sighs> movies. that was actually well done but we had, we had the hot cheetos movie eh, then there okay. was the the blackberry movie air air yeah yep. ferrari just dropped I, I, that was 22 though but yeah that just dropped yeah for was that 23 as well no there that was ferrari versus ford this ferrari is the ferrari ford. movie ferrari oh movie. that's right god mm-hmm. so many like so many i'm sure we're missing like, who, blackberry who came enough? out Black yeah, Blackberry. Yeah, I, but um, uh, yeah, I would have to say though, um, of all of these, our winner is talk, talk to, to me. me. I mean, a twenty four. They pretty much had me at a point where Focus Features was like mm-hmm. back in the early two thousands. Like anything a twenty four puts out, as as soon as I see that logo, like I could go from Same. being so disinterested in the trailer to being like, yep. I'm going to go watch good. it. I'm probably going to be good. I'll go watch it. Yeah. Because yeah. I will say like nine out of 10, their movies are always a hit for me. Yeah. Like obviously there's a couple misses, but like for the most, especially when it Even comes the bad to ones though, are still aren't as bad. Pretty good. Like it, it, yes, it comes down like to just like, you know what? That wasn't my flavor rather than like, that was a right. terrible movie. It's just kind of like, eh, not that for wasn't me, for me. So good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think too, they've carved a niche in the horror thriller space. I feel like everything that they've done in that category has always been so, so good. Like X and Pearl men. Um, and now talk to me, you know, we reviewed on the podcast. I hope to God they make a sequel um, oh, to this because to. the to. story is so incredible and the acting. I mean, I just, and for an original film, you know, which we haven't seen much of lately. Yeah. So <laughs> everything like even, even like I was looking through our categories when we get into the second half here in, mm-hmm. in TV, so many of the shows we love are on seasons four, five, six, final seasons. Like, yeah, there's not a, even a ton of TV shows that are coming out that are. I mean, let me get, walk that back. There's a ton of TV shows coming back. Not <laughs> all of them are worth watching. That's the problem. Like, there's yes. nothing that's great, that's original, where you're going, oh wow, that was. I well, I, yeah. I learned something new. I I discovered exactly. something, you know, new talent or something. You're just kind of like, oh well, that's. Season five of whatever bullshit that is. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's move on <laughs> to some more positive news with best actor. And of course, mm. right on the top, we have Ryan Gosling for Barbie. And Jade, I know that you go back and forth on Barbie, not quite hitting <laughs> its mark. But I mean, I don't think any of us can really argue that Ryan Gosling oh. now is Ken. That is yeah. Ryan Gosling. And you know what's crazy? I always think back to, do you remember when the casting was first announced and everyone was like, 
temporarily, like Ryan Gosling as Ken. I just don't see it. I don't believe it. Like he's too old or he's not himbo enough. And when the film finally released, it was like, that's all anyone took away from it truly was. No one can separate him from that character anymore. Like, yeah, I've always, I've made the comparison now where I feel like this is his Jack Sparrow, like for Johnny Depp, Mm -hmm. like, you know, Johnny Depp had like RDJ with Iron Man. Yep. Uh, 100% like yeah. both of those all of those three of those actors have well established cr- careers before that for those of us who mm-hmm. follow the film but now that one role like that is who they are it's known like, as their names are synonymous now with that yeah. role 100% yeah. uh, we also have uh, a little bit I think we reviewed this but it came out technically in 22 but we have Ralph Fiennes mm-hmm. for the menu which I still don't feel like enough people have seen like <sighs> there's there's a lot you know. of memes about it but like when I talk to someone about the menu they're like I don't know if I saw that. And I was oh like, my God. It's so either good. that or the people I know that I've watched it like didn't get it. And they were like, it was so weird. I didn't understand the ending. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, Do what do you mean? Allegories anymore? Like, can't no. you just like read it and go, oh, this is a representation for a bigger meaning in society? Yeah, no, most people take things at face value, I've learned. It's just really, it's, this, it's this hard. This is why cults are so successful. You know, like, this is why. Honestly, though, yes. Yeah. This is, I, I wish I was back in film school again sometimes, like being older and, you know, having a mm-hmm. fully developed frontal lobe now. But, <laughs> you know, I think about certain movies that are just so good and so misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And the two that always stand out to me are Midsommar and mm-hmm. Starship Troopers. Because <gasps> both of those Starship movies, Troopers is like gold standard for me. That movie is a case study in propaganda yes and in satire and people oh my God. don't understand it They're and like, ender's game it's uh, another, oh, one. That's another one people just take that one at face value they just think it's this like war and military movie about a poor kid that's being manipulated i'm like no 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 no. <laughs> starship troopers is so good about selling military industrial complex propaganda that people yes. believe that it's just bad acting because it, that's the character and i'm like no the, the movie's about so much more than that like oh my god they're making yes. fun of all this like they're they're telling you this is all bad like this doesn't make any sense like that's yes the like that whole conversation the about what's the difference between a civilian and a citizen oh. you know and like it's just and basically the fact that like they don't see a future beyond anything they're like i'm fed into this and i loved this the how they kind of broke apart his friend group of like who was a different echelon tiers mm-hmm. i mean ah, and so I could go on and on about also, that. Also, Midsommar too. Like the people, like I understand not liking it because it's violence, but people like who empathize with the character at the end. I'm like, Ugh. that's the point. They're selling you on the cult. You're not supposed to empathize. They're yes. all bad people. Like all of them exactly. are bad. Especially her at the end. She's a bad person. She got sucked into the cult. Like, yeah. Don't you exactly. understand that the whole movie is so, it's so good at selling itself that people believe it because people get sucked into cults. Like that's what happens. Yeah. I, I could go on. I, know. I could, I could do a fine. whole show on that. I could do a whole fucking Same. show on that. Um, um, all right. Have, <laughs> Next up. <laughs> another one late entry from 2022. We have David Arbor for Violent Night. Again, vastly underrated film. I don't know why I ever watched, didn't watch this when it came out at the end of 22. I love this This film. came out. Yeah, you're right. It did come out in 2022. You're right. Then it, it, slid, it yeah. like slid right in like on streaming and like that was it. Did he have it yeah. might have had a theatrical release? It might have been in theaters. No, it was definitely in theaters for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this one is like for me, I I'm so excited. I, I'm so glad that we decided to watch it and review it because yeah. 
it is exactly what I love in horror comedy, like, mm-hmm. or thriller, whatever genre. It's an action comedy. Like, it just, it didn't take itself too seriously. It knew what it was. It gave us exactly what we wanted. Cheesy one-liners, you know, just baseless violence and just that, <laughs> like, silly, stupid ending. You know, like, it. Oh. It's, I can't say enough good things about Violent I, I'm Night. I'm going to, every Christmas now, Violent Night. Same. I, I would show it to my kids. <laughs> 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 also, we, then last we have Chris Pine for Dungeons and Dragons. Again, I mean, Chris Pine is, I mean, is he bad in anything? He's just a delight. In yeah, I mean, he he's does. he is the best Chris, right? Is that, that was the consensus? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And we have Chris Hemsworth, we have Chris. Chris Evans, and then Evans, Chris yeah. Pratt. Yeah. Um, Evans is high up on there for me, but yeah, no, Chris Prina in, in Dungeons and Dragons, I think he does such a good job as, cause he's charismatic. He's supposed to be kind of a little bit, you know, slippery, um, and shady, but also like lovable. And that's just Chris Pine. Yeah. You know, but this might be a surprise for everyone. Our winner, Jane, for best actor in a movie is Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. I mean, he Voldemort did... is the best in everything. He's yeah. Doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, <laughs> you know what? Honestly, um, though, like uh, not uh, being younger, watching those movies, it took me forever to realize that was Ralph Fiennes. Like same, like because well, the makeup and you know, it's we weren't in an era of us, no, like um, researching and looking people up, and you know, especially in like costume makeup. But he his performance in the menu is so good, like how like strict and scary he is, and he creates this character that you just are so intimidated by, but also so fascinated by. Um, and I mean, like he just, he did an incredible performance. Oh, it was amazing. Um, but moving on uh, to best actress in a movie. Uh, also in the movie, the menu, we had Anya Taylor joy, which mm-hmm. I mean, again, I mean, I feel like ever since the, what was the chess show? Queen's, that Gambit. She did? Queen's Gambit. Like mm-hmm. she can do no wrong. I mean, yeah. Yeah. She's I, like been on the rise. I mean, for someone to be able to act up to Ralph yeah. Fiennes in the same scene and sometimes I dare say out act him. She commanded her, yeah. those scenes with him, which is, yeah, exactly. Very impressive. We also have Haley Steinfeld for Across the Spider-Verse. Haley's another person that I just enjoy that I feel like is not in, how do I say this? Not in the right role sometimes. I, I want to see her in more things where Absolutely. she's featured. I loved her. I would say probably her strongest role is in Edge of 17 with Woody Harrelson. And oh. I think she was given the right material and yes. she was acting across the right person. And, and given the her, right direction. Like, exactly. I think that's important for her as well. I think I've seen her yep. act in things where she should have been better. And I think she needs a little bit of guidance sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be honest, like her Marvel stint, I wasn't really a fan of. I was just kind of like, yeah, it's okay. like I don't think she's bad, but she's no. not great. She's not as good as we know that she can be. A hundred percent. And she was yeah. great in this. Like, yeah, because really she was great. in Hawkeye. She was being overshadowed by Florence like <sighs> tenfold. Yeah. But it's hard not to, you know, it's <laughs> that's true. It's yeah. I mean, it's Florence. Like, what are you going to do? Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. Uh, we also have Sophie Wilde for Talk to Me again, just an, another actress. I feel like that's really on the rise now Same. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was just in something else, another show. Uh, she I'm was sure. in a TV show, Everything Now on Everything Netflix. Now. Yeah. I couldn't get into it. I'm sorry. Like, I tried to get into that show and I just mm-hmm. wasn't for me. It I was, think it's, I think I got into it a little bit more because I could relate a little bit more as being like a teen girl. I think it's, especially like she has an ED and. Yeah. 
Um, she's coming back from like rehab and then trying to reintegrate with her friends who moved on without her. Um, and I can relate to, I, I mean, I've never had an ED, um, but I can relate to most of the things that she's like going through at the time. Yeah. And then of course we have to put in Margot Robbie from Barbie into this category. Of course. Who, I mean, Margot Robbie's a fucking fantastic actress. And like, sometimes yeah. I feel like she hasn't gotten the recognition she deserves. I mean, I think she's won. Does she won an Oscar? No, I don't think she's ever, she's, ever, I think she's won a globe. I don't think she's ever won an Oscar. No, I think you're right. Um, I think she might've been nominated before, maybe for like Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know, but she obviously we talked about before. She's an incredible actress. I think she embodied the idea of Barbie. You know, she, I think to every young girl out there is Barbie now to them. So again, yeah, great performance. But Jane, we ultimately decided for best actress to go with. Sophie Wilde. Talk to me. I just, she was so good. Oh, I'm so my creeped God. out by some of those scenes. Like, it's, mm, yes, I'm thinking about it right now. Emotional resonance <sighs> in each one of those scenes. I mean, just stuck with me. Like, I cried watching the end of that film and just kind of her journey through the death of like her mother and her exploring that. And then the guilt that she harbors from uh, the, the kid being trapped. I mean, just <sighs> wonderful. She is that movie to me. One of the movies that truly freaks me out. like that. It, that, yeah. me, that movie is creepy, like in ways that's not like anything to do with like spirits or like demons usually freaks me out. And like, just it gives me the heebie-jeebies because it's something that you can't see, you can't touch, you can't mm-hmm. feel, you can't really fight. So it freaks me out. It's not even that. Like even like even take the demons and possession out of it. Like just like because yeah. I feel like this also has to. That movie had a lot to do with um, mental health and mm-hmm. like just like people losing their absolute minds in a violent way is yes. terrifying because it's, yeah. it seems real. Like you're like oh man, like what if someone actually lost their shit like and you're yeah, watching it's like this and not knowing grief how to stop it. and yeah. trauma and depression you know and those things that are very very real As it, well we'd like to do the best and the worst here for those who have followed us for the last couple mm-hmm. of years and now we're going to get into the worst actors and actresses <laughs> so starting off with worst actor category in a movie we have really just a couple of winners here like i had forgotten we'd even watch some of these and one I of know. them didn't but it's more of an honorable mention than anything <laughs> So we have Thomas Jane for Slayers. God, that mm-hmm. fucking movie was. That was it shouldn't so have been bad. It shouldn't. Have, that's the shame. No, it should not have been a bad movie. Yeah, because it was supposed to play into the fact that it was this cheesy vampire film, but they just couldn't get it right. They couldn't do the like really camp. They couldn't do camp, and that's yeah. what bothered me. And Thomas Jane, I'm like. Dude, I've seen you in incredible, incredible roles before. So that's the reason I, he deserves to be here because we know he can do better, and he didn't. Exactly. He didn't. Yeah. No, he. I, had, that was a paycheck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. How much did he actually get paid for that? Jay? It couldn't have been much. That movie didn't have any budget. He must have taken most of it. Had to have. Probably. Yeah. Uh, then we have Jake Whitehall for Jack. Robots. Jack. Jake doesn't fucking matter. Jane. It, uh, fuck this guy. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Isn't that we have China Woodley in this movie? Who again? Shailene. Shailene. Again, doesn't matter. Josh. Why does she continue to select roles? Is she just a bad actress? Like, are we just realizing no. that now? Are we sure? I think she's a great actress. I just What, what happens don't, to her? Because. I think she doesn't want to be in the Hollywood spotlight. I think she was thrust into it 
when she was still very young. Look, we understand that a virgin was bad. We all, we forgive her because you know why? Of course. Because I stayed uh, Shailene. Yes. Woodley. Mm-hmm. Fan for years because I still think one of the best performances she ever had was in The Descendants. She was yeah. amazing. She was also incredible in The Spectacular Now, which was also a nominated well, film. Are you just saying um, that because your boy was in uh, Miles Teller? Yeah. No. I mean, Shailene Woodley <laughs> still did an incredible job. I even good. really liked her in The Fault in Our Stars. Like, I think she's a good oh, yeah, actress. Fault in but... Our Stars and, wow, what's the other one? Spectacular Now? Yeah. Sometimes they'll just seem like the same movies to me. Like Same those... vibes. Yeah, it is. It's funny. So... This is the thing. It's the trifecta because she was romantic partners with Miles Teller in Spectacular Now, romantic partners with um, Anson Elgort in The Fault in Our Stars, and then she was in Divergent with both of them, where Ansel Elgort <laughs> played her brother and Miles Teller played like her enemy. I forgot Miles Teller was in Divergent. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I love. I just love the fact that that series did so poorly. They didn't even release the third one. They just were like, "We're not. We're, we're done." With the series. No, they had the third one. It was supposed to be the third one, part two. Well, yeah. So they only have just, the third film, part they one. It. They just were like, yeah. we're done here. Terrible. We're done here. But anyway, so Jack Whitehall for Robots. He's a comedian and an actor, and it just was so bad. It was so bad. Uh, we um, have Ezra Miller for The Flash. Do we need to say more there? I Yeah. Piece I went. You know what? I tried. Like, I wanted that movie yes. to be good. Yeah, because we, we reviewed it are, because are we, we genuinely were like, maybe it's just Ezra, but the rest of the movie could be really, really good. And then the movie just wasn't good. And it wasn't just Ezra, but Ezra sucked too. And then, of course, with no explanation, Adam Driver for 65. 65. It's a movie he, that didn't need to be made. It just, No, why? that one, waste of money. Stop. Stop. Yeah. So, but I think it's no surprise here worst that, yeah, actor. worst actor goes to Ezra Miller for The Flash. I mean- Fuck. So Fuck. annoying. Fuck. So I couldn't yeah. stand every time he was on the screen, I was pissed. Every time they gave us a glimpse of some of the other characters, I was like, this is great. Loved Kara. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It just I I'm I'm done with that. Moving it's on. Too depressing I know. <laughs> Worst actress. Now, this is one. I feel like we quickly came together on Jade. We we put together a couple of names oh, and we were mm-hmm. like, we know, we know. We, we knew immediately. We knew immediately. I, I think we only had four people picked out for this. So yeah. we didn't have to cut we down this have- category at all. So we have Ana Ziamas as mm-hmm. for Ghosted. Uh, I think I watched, I got through about 30 minutes of this movie, Jade, and I was like, I, I, it was so I bad. don't have time. The wig she was wearing was a, tr- I, I couldn't get over it. And I don't know what she's was going on actress. with her. Like, she's a good I know. actress. Like, what, it's so it just weird. Netflix and now that just like, they, they just give them so much money. They're like, okay, what do you want me well, to do? Well, Ghosted was Apple that? TV. Oh, was that? See, it just. Which is crazy. But, but yeah. it's weird because Ana de Armas and Chris Evans had played across each other in Knives Out. And there was like definitely a connection between the two of them, like those characters. And there was like sexual tension. And I was, it was so believable and palpable and they did such a great job. So when they were put together again and ghosted, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And all of a sudden I was like, I was like, what happened? But Nothing I don't- is worse than like having a romantic movie and like, the the romance or the physical connection between them not being believable because then you're yes. just like what am I watching? It was like, so weird because I because was like it's, it's uncomfortable to watch. It's believable in Knives Out when they're not even they don't even have a real like romantic storyline. But then in Ghosted, I was like this feels fucking weird. So anyways, not good. We have Aquafina for Reinfeld, which Renfield, Renfield, right? <laughs> Josh, what's going know, on? Th- these are things that I don't even learn the names of or forget about because Jade, you know why? <laughs> 
this movie again should have been better. It should have been yeah. a better movie. It was disappointing. I know. And I you know my feelings on Aquafina. I just don't yep. understand why, why she, she gets continues work. to be in things. Yeah. I, Same. Who, who's demanding this? Who's who's going? You just know what? Plays herself, and herself is not not great. Thank, thank yeah. you. And you know what? Yeah. Have we if we, have we forgiven her for the whole? What are we calling it? The the black exploitation? Yeah, black scent. Yeah. Are we forgiving her for that? Like, no. Fuck off, Aquafina. You're not yeah. famous enough. Like, sorry, I don't yeah. care. Uh, Shailene Woodley for mm-hmm. Robots. Yep, as we already discussed. I mean, yeah. and, that and movie that, in, in of itself should have never been made. If that movie, it, you know, what's crazy now with streaming. So many of these movies never would have made it out of the editing room. It wouldn't even made it past a month of shooting for most no. of these movies if they had theatrical releases. Like yes. a, a producer would look at this and go, "We're going to spend how much in distribution? Not in this fucking movie. We're not. Nope. It'd be, it'd be but for streaming, to VHS. Yeah. they just want titles on yep. there, whether it's and good or faces. bad. Faces. Yes. That's all they want. Uh, and then Jennifer Lopez for the mother. Jesus fucking Christ! <sighs> like I saw Jennifer Lopez, and this shows me, Jade. I can't trust any actor or actress on streaming because no. they'll put a Mm-mm. face on it, and you think Jennifer Lopez. Come on. She's been great. My favorite role of her to this day is the movie Enough Obsessed. Really? I did not think you I did not think you were gonna say that title. I did not think that was really yeah, yeah. See when I it's either that or what's the one that's called is it was it Angel Eyes, Eyes of an Angel or whatever? You know what I'm talking Mm, about? Oh, I do know. Is it is it mm, what is it called? Uh I know I'm like I know I know you're talking about. Holy shit! Why can't I think of the movie that I'm thinking of that I I think she's an amazing actress in? Um, it's that odd. You know the one where she's a, a like a detective and goes into the mind of the murderer. <gasps> oh, Cell. Cell. Oh, is amazing, amazing. She like, is incredible. Oscar worthy in performance in Cell. That, that is movie. You're you're right. That is by far her best 100%. performance ever. So when I see her in something like this. It just makes me go, what the fuck? Like, you're not even trying. You're just collecting money. That's exactly it, Josh. Not trying. She now just has a name, and she knows that she can just get the paycheck that she wants, show up on set, give a mediocre performance, and collect. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is Angel Eyes. You are correct. It is Angel Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. 2001. Yep. Yes. But, Jade, (laughs) our worst actress in this category is... Jennifer Lopez, the mother, because let's face it, that was, first of all, terrible fucking movie. And they advertised the shit out of that. Beyond terrible. Yeah. And then two, it's again, here's an actress that we know has done better and yet phoning it in. I mean, just she was not the right pick for that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Well, Jade, speaking of going from worst and then going back to best, we're going to go back to best here in a second. (laughs) But like, we're going to talk about the overall dumpster fire unwatchable film Ugh. of 2023 and there were a lot that we had in this list we we, we Sadly. really simplified it for you so yeah we talked about the mother a little bit that's in, that's in our list terrible movie doesn't make any fucking goddamn sense it shouldn't be don't the, watch it how, how long was it wasn't it almost like two and a half hours some bullshit like yeah, that it was like over two hours it was ridiculous. stupid the, leave the world behind now this is Ugh. something we just talked about a little bit on the show we mm-hmm. both had watched it again you would think like when I see this goes back to what I said, Jade. You can't trust anyone anymore on a streaming no. movie or TV show. Mm-mm. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts has for the past decade only selected TV shows yes. and roles 
that she wants to fucking do. And I don't know who twisted her goddamn arm. Or like, I'm telling you, I think it's because she just wanted to work with the Obamas. It might have been. It, that must have been everyone because we have Julia Roberts, Mahershala Ali, Ethan Hawke, and Kevin Bacon. And yet, I, this was the most asinine. None of these guys need to work. None of these guys need to work anymore. They have more money than God. They have made names for themselves. They have amazing careers. Yes. I don't understand this movie. I don't no, understand it was the just, choices. It was just, this movie never needed to be made. It just, mm-hmm. it made it made zero points that I wanted to make. And I, I think it, on and on and on. Point, it was terrible. It was like yes. watching. I, I don't. So, yeah, so, I'll never. I'll never get over it. <laughs> dude, here's one. Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, we this read one this is on the show. It honestly disappointing. I think I was more critical than than you, but like it you just, were because I was disappointed, but, Jade. I was. I'm still disappointed in this. Movie. I know because you wanted far more from it, and, and it is disappointing, especially because. This was like, I feel like the return of Josh Hutcherson as a household name. And mm. it made me so upset that this was the movie because it's so bad. I think he still did a good job, but overall the film was just so horrible. And especially because horrible. there's such a huge fandom behind the game. And to release this, I just, ugh, I can't. So Jade, can't. I'm going to give you the honor here of naming our dumpster fire film of the year. Oh, wait, we haven't talked about one more. Hold we on. haven't even we, named it. We out. <laughs> spoiler. The other movie that I almost <laughs> forgot about David Arbor plays in this. Oh, we have a ghost. We have a ghost. I think it was like the first movie we reviewed of 2023. It was one a of Netflix the top, original yeah, film. Yeah, the top yeah. three. Yeah, that we and did. this one is insane because it stars two Marvel actors. We have David Harbour and we have Anthony Mackie. And we were like, okay, this is probably going to be okay. It's going to be halfway decent at least. Yeah. No. 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 I can't even. Jennifer Coolidge wasted. I can't oh, even believe this. I forgot she was in the fucking movie. I, yeah, she was the psychic. You and you just said that. I forgot she was in the fucking movie. So, so Jade, our, tra- our not trash, our <laughs> dumpster fire film of the year is. Surprise, surprise. We have a ghost. I mean, and, and literally. Close, but yeah. Josh. This whole, by the way, this whole list, I forgot we even watched all these movies, to be I, honest. I did. Until I went the, back through. Except for Leave the World Behind. Like, I was looking through some of the notes here, and I was like, oh, yeah, we did. We reviewed some of these. Like, we watched, watched them. Like, Yeah. Fuck. I wiped it from my memory. Because Like, so we bad. have a ghost. Yeah. And I'll forget about it after this episode. Because. No. <laughs> I, I never want to talk about this film again. Uh, ever again. Like. No. No. Worst. Don't watch any of the films. All of these could have won. Dumpster fire film, but yeah, uh, let's watch that out of our mouth, Jade. Let's go to the best, best overall movie of the year, in our opinions. And we only have three that we want to talk about here. Sorry if you could hear that. It's my dog just uh, knocking her head on all the walls because that's what she does. <laughs> but best overall movie of the year, we have three contenders here. We have Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. I feel like we can't say enough good things about this film. I mean, absolutely, easily one of the favorite. Nominate one of the, my favorite animated films that I've seen in years, and I love animation. Mm-hmm. And this is this is special. This is whoever's putting this together. Never stop doing what you're doing. Never stop working. The team yeah. behind this. I mean, I just want to give them everything because, in terms of superhero films and even Spider-Man films, I mean, this just knocks them all out of the water. It just this knocks superhero films out of yes. anything Marvel's doing right now, anything that DC is doing right now. I would take Absolutely. this over any of those things. <laughs> right? And there's like the dog. And a dog, <laughs> dog up the in this movie. So then we have uh, 
Barbie in our top because I mean, come on, Greta Gerwig. I mean, this is her year, and we're just living in her world at, at this point. At least when Absolutely. it comes to blockbuster films in Hollywood. I mean, I mean, you want to talk about <laughs> making a film based off of a, a product, a toy? Like this was done correctly. You know what I mean? Like I, like you think about Transformers was a toy that was made into a movie. Yeah. No, trash. Yeah. Barbie. Yes. <laughs> well, that's because it was you know fucking uh goddamn michael, michael bay, bay blowing things up they're like <laughs> michael bay. one of my favorite family guy skits of all time is just the one where they're like michael bay sitting in the chair and they're like hey what's your pitch for the movie and he just goes yeah and they're like all right okay got it <laughs> got it that sounds yeah blow, blow just, more shit up yeah that sounds so good. so good yeah and then third again our favorite horror movie of the year talk to talk me. to me a24 Please, again, another company, never stop what you're doing. Don't sell out. Don't God, I know. focus features. Like, like keep yeah. doing what you're doing. You're Keeping doing independent right. because we're getting films like this. Yeah. Th- this this top three, I'm just so grateful we got those for 2023. And James, but, uh, should come as no surprise. Our top and best overall movie of the year is... Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I mean, come on, people. Like, if that doesn't take home the Oscar, I will literally scream. Like, I can't. That the fact movie. didn't take home the fucking Golden Globe is still a Ugh. fucking travesty. Yeah. But you know what? I'm not surprised. It, that's the Globes. But, like, yeah, it better take home the freaking Oscar. I mean, it, this movie, again, it's just, I can't say enough good things about it. If you have listened to a review of it, I highly recommend you do. And if you haven't watched it yet, it's on Netflix. Watch it now. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, the most anticipated category of the year is the <laughs> trashiest movie of the year. It's our favorite award. It's something we go yes. round and round about. And we have, a, we have a lot of good categories here. We have Violent Night as mm. one of the contenders here, Jade. Again, one that just, I think, surprised us both, as we said yes. earlier. Like, did not expect to have such a good time watching this film. No, I think both you and I were kind of like, I don't know. We think we know exactly what this movie is and what it could be. Like, maybe we'll get a few laughs, but... Oh, so pleasantly surprised. So good. The second one is, I know, a series that's near and dear to your heart. This is The Meg (laughs) 2, The Trench. This movie was just fucking wild, Jade. Oh, my God. So you and I, of course, watched the first The Meg and reviewed it here on the podcast. And they came out with the sequel. They released it on Netflix recently. And The Meg 2, The Trench, you want to talk about jumping the shark? It literally does that. As they bring in fucking dinosaurs, out of, it, it's, there's it's, and giant squids. It has no place in this film series, no. and yet, it. You know what? Fuck it. It was it was a ride. It was a wild ride, and I'm here for it. I'll watch Jason Statham fight anything. Okay, yeah. Jay, come on. I say. <laughs> also, another movie. Speaking of movies that I forgot existed. Oh yeah, and this had so much hype. Cocaine Bear. Cocaine oh yeah. Bear. If you haven't seen this movie, like. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's a great movie, but mm-hmm. it is just so fucking unhinged. Like yes. this movie is just. I, yeah. Again, talk about a wild ride from beginning insane. to end. You just don't know where this movie's going. No. You have no fucking clue. You're like, no. what's, what is going on? I mean, it's just, it's exactly what you think it is. Everything you could think but of. It's I'm, not. <laughs> the same it, yes, exactly. Like, it's just, you don't know what to expect of it. It's just, it's a kind of a fun, stupid, campy romp movie that, yeah. uh, I don't know, again, fun watch. And another movie that just made me laugh out loud, Jade, because oh. this is, this was sold as such a horror movie. And I think they missed an opportunity to make this into like a fucking horror comedy. Like, well, I think Megan, they, 
did did they did they so know? yeah because I yeah, think so, they were trying to make this a serious no I don't movie. think you remember the ever the marketing for this because prior to the film coming out they had already released the trailer of Megan doing the dance before she kills that guy so then they hired girls to dress up as Megan and do the dance at different events oh and I think God. they knew exactly what they were doing and the, the fact that they even cast Ronnie Chang or Chung. Um, in the film, who, by the way, is a stand-up comedian. I think they knew what they were doing. Um, but God, yeah, Megan, dude, laughs so... I've never laughed harder when she stretches that kid's fucking ear out and it was like six feet long. <laughs> and also... I was like, okay. <laughs> just the... The the part that I can't stand is just the aunt not understanding anything about children. Like, no. at all. And I'm like... Uh, oh, you know what killed me, Josh? Watching that movie, there's the only thing to focus on. Every time they were sitting down for like breakfast or dinner or whatever, she just kept feeding her toast, dry mm. toast. And I said, Child Protective Services should be taking that kid away for that alone. Just that fucking dry toast. You need to feed her a balanced meal. Like, what do you eat every you can't I couldn't on. focus on anything else. I literally was like, <laughs> it, was wild. It, it was insane. I, oh I can't. Uh, but anyway, our trashiest movie of 2023, Jake, is Silent Night. I mean, come on, people. It's so yes. good we brought it into 2023. Like, you need to uh, watch this film. Exactly. 100%. This is something that, again, it's just, it knows what it is. It's stupid. It's funny. It's just something, it, definitely watch with like a group of friends, you 100%. know, like, yeah. Yeah. You should watch it every Christmas. I'm will. adding it to yeah my list. Every Christmas. Mm -hmm. this and Christmas Vacation are going to be the two films that I watch every single Christmas. Yeah, well, <laughs> Jade, uh, this is going to be an extra long episode today, so everybody buckle in. You might need to w listen to this in two different segments, but we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to continue the trashies with the best and worst in television. So stick around. We'll be right back. back for part two of the third annual trashies we're going to be talking about the best and worst in tv categories next jade and you know what for as much shit as we gave movies this year it still was a pretty decent year for tv oh absolutely i definitely think 2023 was a stronger year for television than it was for film and i think that was because it was a good combination of returning shows there's mm. a lot of shows in final seasons that i think really just gave it their all yes um and even some kind of new comers or or shows that people discovered in 2023 like maybe a yeah. second season came out and then they were like oh my goodness like this is such a good fucking show good. You know? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um let's do the same thing here let's let's kick off with best comedy here for a tv show and this took, we had five. I think it's one of the few categories we had five in because we couldn't make a decision here. Oh, because this category was stacked. Stacked. Really? Yeah. There's so much that came out. <laughs> Starting off strong here with The Bear season two. I mean. I mean, come on. Jeremy Allen White is is the king of TV right now. I mean. I mean, this season, so two of my favorite episodes was obviously the Christmas episode, Seven Fishes. I mean, hello. And then the episode where we see his cousin like train abroad. Oh, my God. I mean, brilliant. God, this I, is like a this standout show for me as far as like new television shows go. Yeah, because 
you know, you, you think about a show that had such a great premiere year, and so many shows do because, you know, they're thinking mm-hmm. we got to get the audience hooked. And sometimes they get lost in that second season. This show knew yep. exactly where it was going. They knew exactly, exactly what they wanted to do next. Yep. Um, and then we have, <laughs> I think, oh, near and dear on. to our hearts, the, one of the, a show that probably won't be redone again. Maybe it'll be redone yeah. in a different way, but Jury mm-hmm. Duty. Jury I mean, Duty. This, so what good. a freaking concept, dude. And it's especially because this was felt like a know-nothing show. It was on freebie. You know what I mean? Yes. Like of all places. And yet- I feel like it stole the hearts of America. Ronald, he's in our hearts. We love him. He's one of us now. It's such a feel-good story in the right way. Like this, when I talk about reality TV, this is what I want to see. This is exactly the type of stuff I want to see in reality television. I mean, the planning alone, the contingencies that they had to make for every decision that Ronald could have possibly gone with. I mean, the acting. Yeah, this this show is gold. Top notch. Top fucking notch. Then we have... Beef, which Ooh. another show that kind of, I feel like kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, mm-hmm. it was one of those where like, yeah, I'll watch that. Ellie Wong, you have Stephen Wan, like, is he Yan? Yeah, Yan. You win, you win. Yeah. And I was like, sure, I'll give it a shot. And I mean, I'm glad it's getting the recognition that it has, you know, in yes. awards. I mean, just such a relatable, well-acted interesting introspective into like i feel like american culture it's absolutely and just an original idea like and playing on this idea of this like internalized rage that i think almost everyone has because you just feel so beaten down by a system that is inherently built against you you know and kind of just like what happens when you allow yourself to give in to that inner rage and of course, the fact that we have this primarily you know, all Asian cast, I mean, it mixes the comedy with like the drama. You have some very dramatic scenes. I Just so well done. Yeah. So and well then done. Uh, another foreign, to, speaking about we a foreign yeah. film here, uh, or TV show from Australia, Class mm-hmm. of 07. And this is a show, oh. Jade, that I think truly has flown under the radar and more people it should has. be watching. I have introduced so many people to this show because it was one that I just kind of scrolled upon on Amazon Prime. And I love the main actress, um, Emily Browning. And I was like, oh, this kind of the the, uh, plot seemed really fun and interesting. So let me just throw it on. I was instantly hooked. I was like, this is so fucking funny. Also, I just love Australian humor. Like, it gets me. Uh, Jade, I just finished watching Fisk. And that's another show that. Everyone needs to be watching right now. Everyone needs to be watching. It's on Netflix. There's two seasons right now. But yeah, Class of 07 was just such a great like comedy. I mean, I was able to bend that so quickly. So good. And then we had season two. I forgot the show came out this last year because I think I just I devoured it so quickly as soon as it came out. But Vox Machina, uh, channel, is in channel two, season two came out. <laughs> uh, great animated, so funny like yeah. TV show. Another one where the second season still kept the same like pace and even topped itself a little bit from season one. Like so it is so is, hard to do. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And yeah. you know what? I, this is a show that I would watch if they put out two, three, four more seasons, I'm going to watch all of them. Same. Every single one. Every same. single one. They have me hooked now. But out of all these shit, I mean, we had The Bear, Jury Duty, Beef, Class of 07, Vox Machina. We could have had five more shows in this category mm-hmm. for best comedy. What's our choice for best comedy in a TV series? It's my surprise some people, but it's jury duty. 
I mean, it's, I just feel like on. it needs it needs the love. It needs know? recognition. And it, it, yes. it, it needs it. Like absolutely. I always secretly hoped in every show that I watch, award show, mm-hmm. that jury because Jury Judy got nominated for several it different did. award shows. I was like, oh come on. Like, come on, just like something. It, give, it, give it an award. It was so fucking good. I'm not taking anything away from the bear, but like jury duty was great. And if you haven't watched it, you should. Absolutely. Best drama, Jade. Now, this is another category. I think had I mean, we probably could have added another seven, eight shows to this category. Absolutely. But but start off strong. I, I've only watched, I think, part of an episode. I haven't dove into <gasps> it yet. I do want to, but lessons in chemistry. Oh, this show is so good. It's a mini series based off the best selling book, and it is so incredibly well done. Stars Brie Larson about a woman in the 1960s who she is a chemist and kind of fighting her way to really put, you know, to create her mark in the world and a system that is against women, you know, especially at that time. And it's just, it's so beautiful, so well done. Every episode, I think I like cried. I mean, just an incredible miniseries. Yeah. And then uh, next up, a show that, you know, spinoffs can be so hit or miss for mm-hmm. a lot of good things. Um, you know, a lot of great shows have spinoffs or multiple spinoffs. And let's be honest, they're not all fucking winners. Gen yeah. V, on the other hand. Oh, Dude. I almost enjoyed Gen V more than I liked the latest season of The Boys. Same. I literally was I was blown away because of course at first I was very skeptical when I saw that they were doing a spin-off oh. series of The Boys. I was I thought like, it was gonna be trash. I thought it was gonna they, be absolute trash. I was like, I don't especially because you know it's supposed to be the younger generation, right? So I was like, ugh, this could end up being so cheesy and corny and like bad. It ended up being so incredible. And I completely agree. I feel like in comparison to season three of The Boys. I think it actually did a better job. Yeah. And we couldn't we couldn't do best drama without talking about the final season of Secession. And Jade, I know this is not your favorite <laughs> show, but I mean, and we all know that it's just King Lear, like, redone. Yeah. But I mean, everything good comes from Shakespeare, pretty much. Yeah. This is a great show. Like, this, if you're into, I'd say, like, political dramas or into just, like, relation i don't know how to say this like not family dramas but like relationship type dramas this is the show Mm -hmm. for you like it is so incredibly well acted it's so well directed that is the one thing i can for sure agree on although i don't enjoy the storyline i will say the actors phenomenal Phenomenal. absolutely kieran culkin like this is easily hands down the best role that he's had, like, and he had the opportunity yeah. to act, I think. And he, yeah, I think finally, because I, I, th- I feel like I've said this for a long time where I've been like, Kieran Culkin is the better actor. Like, he's the best actor. He in the is family. the three brothers for sure. 100%. He's I, I mean, on. Uh, absolutely. And, and seeing him win his awards this year. Oh, so worth it. So worth it. So deserving. Yeah. Like, 100%. And you know what? Like, I can't wait to see what he does next. I think he's kind of cooler and more relatable than like Macaulay. Like, of course he is. I yeah. mean, no offense to. I think Macaulay also having had some very serious childhood trauma. Oh sure. I mean, know, they all did. All, all the all, all the Macaulay kids kind of got fucked up. Macaulay got it the worst though. Like he for did. Sure. But um, yeah, no, Kieran though, one to watch for sure. Um, and then f- the final one we have here is The Last of Us. Like, I mean, this come show. On. I feel like everyone was watching it and it was, we all universally agreed, but it has not gotten the recognition it deserves. It's crazy. And again, I think it's because it's sci-fi. I feel like sci-fi never really gets a ton of, I mean, unless it's, I know like 
there have been, of course, in the past, like the Alien series has been recognized for different mm. films, like Prometheus and the first Alien, but it's typically not a very well-recognized genre, and I think that's what it suffers from, but God, The Last of Us, talk about just attention and detail and really giving love to the original source material, mm-hmm. like the amount that it follows the video games and the fact that they work so closely with the creators of the game shows that, you know, this, there's so much care taken into it. I cannot wait for season two. Oh my God. And I love that this is actually weekly because I actually do enjoy that whole, that since everyone's watching it, that we get to talk about every episode as it's released. Yes. You know, I, I kind of so miss that. Because there's so much, there's so much to digest. Yeah. I feel like it, it to me feels like, very much like a Game of Thrones level, like when Game mm-hmm. of Thrones was good, like where you could digest the material and really understand mm-hmm. what happened in the episode and kind of inti- be excited or have that anticipation yeah. for what happens next, what's going to exactly. happen in the next episode. Um, so Jane, out of all of our films here, uh, or of our films, TV shows that we have, we have <laughs> Lessons in Chemistry for Best Drama, Gen V, Succession, and The Last of Us. The winner of the Trashy for Best Drama is... Gen V. Yes. I think it's just a standout show, you know, like, I, and I think especially too, because again, it's, I love the messaging behind the boys and I love the messaging that they brought with Gen V. I think they always have a way to kind of like, like subvert like people's ideas of like power and kind of that manipulation of power and what it means to also be the younger generation where everything falls on your shoulder. I don't know. I just think they did such a, such a great job. No, it's great. And then then they have a great tie-in spoiler at the end to kick off the next season of The Voice. So I'm so well thought out. It's exciting. And this makes me actually excited to watch the next season of The Boys, which I kind of was, but like this even more so now. And I'm like, holy Mm -hmm. shit, holy shit. Yeah. Um, So let's move on now to more of the best, more the best actor category where we have Jeremy Ellen White starting off strong here with Mm -hmm. The Bear. I mean- can Jeremy Allen White do anything wrong this year? I mean, he was in <laughs> The Bear. He's in what's that wrestling movie that he's the in? Iron Claw. Iron Claw. He's in the Cal- he's the Calvin Klein model now. <laughs> I mean, right. what can what can't he do? Twenty twenty three was really his year, to be honest. Um, yeah. But it, I love that he's getting the recognition that he deserves because honestly, his performances, Lip and Shameless has always been incredible. I mean, obviously when Amy Rossum left the show as Fiona Gallagher, I feel like the baton was passed to Jeremy Allen White and he carried 100%. the rest of that show, you know? Yeah. And so I'm just so happy to see him getting some love. And of course, again, his performance in the bear is just unmatched. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. I, I can't wait for them to, you know, in five years to remake uh, Willy Wonka again and have him <laughs> in his rightful role as a long lost like Willy grandson we, of, you know, <laughs> We all know, like, we're just waiting for it. I don't know why Hollywood doesn't pick it up. Like, we don't want to see Timothee Chalamet oh do fucking Willy Wonka. We want to see Jeremy Allen White as crazy fucking crazy Willy Wonka. Crazy Wonka. Road Dolls Wonka. Yeah. Trashy, white trash Wonka. That's what we want to see. Yeah, That's yeah. I, He's like in a wife beater. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, tank top. I still watch it. I still watch it. Yeah. No, wife beater? No, I still watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, James Marston, next on the list here for oh. Best Actor. Jury Duty. Who else could have pulled off this show, Jade? Like, Dude, who else could have pulled this off? I think about, because James Marsden is like, he just has this like energetic personality. And the fact that he's the caliber of actor that he is, but yet can still do improv like that just goes to show like his, his true talent. And to even play this caricaturized version of himself, too. I come on. I'm 
you know who I am. Like, like I just love that yeah. line. Like, you, you know who I am. I'm kind of famous. <laughs> the whole conversation about when he's like, oh, I was in the movie Sonic. And he's like, oh, yeah, were you? He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he goes, I heard that movie wasn't good. <laughs> James Marsden, I love in interviews where he's like, yeah, my reaction is like, that's pretty legit. He's like, it was, that was like a knife to the heart. And I'm like, <laughs> can you imagine? Because you probably go, like, because, you know, like, if you're James Marsden, like if you're any celebrity, really, you're going to these events where like people are there because they love the movie They're or what there you for do. You. you know what yeah. I mean? They're there for you. Like, could yeah. you imagine just some random? That'd be like my mom going up. To, I'd be like, "That's James Marsden." She's like, "Who the fuck is that?" I'd be like, "Oh, I think he did like Sonic." Yeah, I don't really like that. Like, that's that's the only way. That's I can how I feel when celebrities do Billy on the street. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Billy will do that, and they're like, "This is so and so," and they're like, "I don't know who that is," and they're like, "Oh, well, this is." Oh, okay. And like, right move here, on. Right here. Yeah. yeah. Or like, I love when, like, who is it? He was, oh, yeah, John Oliver. And he's like, do gay people care about John Oliver? And no. then, he, like, he also gave no. us, like, no, no, who is that? And, and then John Oliver's like, I'm, or no, yeah. The one guy was like, who is she? And I was like, perfect. Yeah. This is, yeah. you can't write. Or when this, they like, did, when he was like, Seth Rogen died, and it's Seth Rogen with the camera. And then they're like, and getting people's reactions. And some people like that don't care. And then he's like, well, here he is. And Seth Rogen, like, moves the camera. He's like, hi. hi. Like, <laughs> God, so good. Uh, that, that show's again. That show's underrated. That show is way. Not that yeah. I've like sat down and watched it from beginning to end, but like I love just the social media clips. Like I'll watch that. The all clips from day. Billy on the Street. I watch it all day. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, I forgot where we even were. Oh, uh, next ups. Yeah. Stephen, uh, you win. Uh, yeah. From Beef. I mean, this guy. I, I love this guy since he played fucking Glenn on. Oh. Fucking Walking Dead. Like he, the, yeah. his death scene is like the number one reason why people stopped watching that Didn't show. Didn't they say that that was like the most watched episode and like Walking so Dead? That, that literally marks a dividing line and an audience peak in the show. Like viewership, like, yes. They went until that scene because like Walking Dead went through a, a streak of just killing characters, like sometimes oh. just ridiculously. And you were like, oh, why the fuck? Did you spend all this time on this character to kill them there? You know what I mean? Yes. But when mm-hmm. he died, that killed the show. Like there is a literal it dip in numbers. It did. never recovered from that. Because and he like, became the heart of yes. the show. He became why people watched. Like we were no longer interested in Andrew Lincoln's character. Like we were there for Glenn. You know the Maggie. mistake they made in that? And I'll, I'll, I'll defend mm-hmm. this opinion to the end. The mistake they made in that episode is they should have killed Rick. They should have killed Rick in that episode. And they and they should have, have handed over this. Wa- no one was yeah. watching him anymore. It no. was the show wasn't about him anymore. And you, then no, eventually they, they figured that out, but it was too late. And but again, you know his, what though? His departure was not, it was it was not, not exciting. It was not exciting yes. at all the way they did it. In a way though, I'm kind of glad that that happened because it left Steven Yun, Steven Yun open to other projects and yeah. it got him to be where he is now in beef. So and Jade, we can't have an award Ugh. without talking about Pedro Pascal. I mean, hello. Pedro. Yeah. Pedro. You know, how did we not wait, was Unbreakable Massive Talent? Was that 22? Or did we just forget to add that to our No, that was 22. <gasps> I know. That's a good show. Yeah. But of course, his performance in the last of he can do everything. He, this is for The Last of Us in a drama. He can do drama. He can do comedy. What what can't Pedro do in the last couple of years? Oh. I know. Well, it's interesting to see his career because prior to him kind of hitting the stardom that he has now, I mean, that's mainly mainly what he did. Because remember, he was in Narcos. Mm-hmm. So he did drama and action. 
was kind of primarily what he did. And then he started getting into comedies and that's when you really saw his personality. And then when you see him as this character in the last of us, a beloved character that many people treasure, that's a very risky thing to do. (laughs) And the fact that (laughs) I would say the majority, not everyone, but the majority of fans of the game have really loved Pedro's performance goes to show that like, he is really knocking it out of the park. Yeah, a hundred and ten percent. Like him as Joel. Like, Ugh. not that I played the game, so I can't come at it from that perspective. I do want to play the game. I actually, I'm going to buy that for PlayStation pretty soon. <laughs> but I mean, to me, having watched people talk about the game, having seen people play mm-hmm. the game, and and talk about it in comparison to the show, I think he truly embodies that character for people now. He is Same. Joel. He is yeah. that person. Like and. To be honest, from the clips that I've seen of the game that people have been doing, you know, the side-by-sides, right, of like, here's the show, here's the game, I actually think Pedro brings even more to the character Mm. because, you know, a video game, you can only get so much depth in those cutscenes, right? Yep. And again, it's like voice acting over a 3D animated character that even though the graphics are still incredible, it's still not as strong. So I feel like we're just getting so much more with Pedro's performance and jade after saying all mm-hmm. of that as we said we had jeremy allen white for the bear james marson for jury duty Stephen yuen for beef and pedro pascal for the last of us the winner is for best actor Stephen Wynn for beef hello and he's i think he's won he won the globe right for this as well he did yeah yeah um, well, well for well limited you know i think they had this in the limited category or limited it was, series it was category. for yeah, lead actor in a, in a limited series or anthology. But still, um, well-deserved here. I mean, yeah, outstanding performance, like truly outstanding. And I can't wait for him to do more things like this, hopefully. I, absolutely. I want to see him in a lot more projects, a lot bigger projects. So, yeah, very excited for him. Uh, in our next category, we have Best Actress. We have uh, Ayoada Berry, which, I mean, she's having a, such a great fucking year. Uh, Banner year. Won awards for The Bear, of course. Her performance the Irish this, Princess, has, as we yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. God. And then we have Ellie Wong for beef. Ellie Wong, I feel like too, is having a career resurgence recently. She is. And I'm I'm excited for her. You know, she was mainly known for her stand-up, but now that she's been in more projects, like Am I a bad I, person because I don't like Ellie Wong stand-up? I don't either. Thank you. God. So, I, no, it's I okay. don't know why. I like, like, because I feel like as a white person saying, or a white man saying that, like, you're like, oh, you don't think women are, like, the first thing is like, you don't think women are funny. You don't think Asians yeah. are funny. No, I just don't think Ellie Wong is fucking funny. Like, I, I, just, I don't like her humor. I don't know if it's just because I, I'm not, I don't relate to most of the things she says, but it's yeah. just, I don't know if it's also just her style of humor is not for me, but I will say, she is a good writer. So like a she did always percent. be my maybe. And I loved always be my maybe. Um, and I think obviously she's a good actress, which is why, you know, we have her in this category. She really showed us what she can do in beef. She should be doing more of this. Like yes. her acting is next level. Like I don't, I yeah. know I've seen her in things and I've been like, oh, she's good. But like, she's good. Like she's a really great actress and she should Absolutely. be leading more series and movies like mm-hmm. on her own. Yeah. Um, next, we have Brie Larson for Lessons in Chemistry. Again, I'll have to admit, this is another show I have to add to my list and still watch. But, but Jade, you were very big on this. Yes. I mean, I think this just goes to show why Brie won the freaking Oscar for Room and why she's the caliber <sighs> that she is. Because she brings it to every role. Like, 
her what? in this. Why do Sorry, I feel like ahead. Brie? No, why do I feel like Brie Larson gets shit for her acting? Like I feel like people put her in a Dakota Johnson category sometimes, and I'm I like, think this happens with a lot of women when they get to that level. Like remember, like Anne Hathaway weirdly got hated for a while. Jennifer did. Lawrence did. I, Dakota I, Johnson did. Yeah. I think it's like this thing of like. And and I apologize, Dakota Johnson. I think also I should clip note here gets a lot of shit for no good reason. Like for no reason. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I will say. Is every performance she does great? No. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> but she has definitely brought some great acting chops. But like, no, I think Brie Larson is in that same category of it's something about something that happens to women in Hollywood. When you get to a certain level of your career, what happens is I think you're, people are seeing you a lot more. And so eventually they start to like pick you apart and tear mm. you down. And it happens to women that more than it happens to men. And that's because, you know, as we all know, people hate women. Um, <laughs> and I think it happened with yep. Brie Larson. I think she just, beca- especially because I think primarily of her performance in um, Captain Marvel, because comic book male nerds tend to be extremely toxic. They hate women more than anyone. And God forbid she played Captain Marvel and they decided they hated Captain Marvel. Therefore, they hated Brie Larson. And I truly think that's the, the crux of it. But Lessons in Chemistry is a satisfying, satisfying break from the Marvel Universe for Brie. I want mm-hmm. her and things like this again. I hope that Miss Marvel's is the last that she does of the Marvel movies. And I hope she moves on because I want to see more of this from her. And last but not least, we have Bella Ramsey for The Last of Us. And... <sighs> Again, ever since Game of Thrones, I've only wanted to see Bella Ramsey in more things. Like, yeah, I mean, she just... took, yeah, I mean, she took a role being introduced into a series that was only mm-hmm. supposed to have literally one scene, yeah. and made it into multiple seasons because of how commanding her performance was mm-hmm. in a room full of seasoned actors. I mean, oh, I know. Well, like, what I love too is like Bella Ramsey is a British person and they've taken on this very iconic Americanized character who shows she not only has to, or sorry, they only have to act with an accent, but they also have to embody a character again, that is so beloved by people. Mm -hmm. And I think they do such a fantastic job. Like um, the voice actress was Ashley Johnson, who by the way, also is a creator and a voice actor on Vox Machina. And, um, and also makes an appearance in the last Yes, plays Ellie's mother. Um, but yeah, and I think Bella does such a great job of embodying what Ashley brought to that role in the game, you know, especially because Mm. Bella is of the age. And I think, I don't know. I just, yeah, I loved their performance in this. And I think she, I think they should have gotten much more love uh, during the awards season. A hundred percent. A thousand percent. I agree with that a thousand percent. Well, let's award our trashy for best actress. And we have Ioetta Berry for The Bear, Ellie Wong for Beef, Brie Larson for Lessons in Chemistry, and Bella Ramsey for The Last of Us. And the winner, Jade, is... Bella Ramsey for The Last of Us. You know, I think what we said earlier like, rings true. I think they just... They did a great performance. I think kind of goes under the radar a little bit. Yeah. I think forgotten about. I mean, to me, this is one of the mainstays of 
what is now Max. Uh, mm-hmm. This is one of the few shows I'd st- I stick around that channel for is The Last of Us. I can't wait for season two. Oh, my God. I canceled Max, and this will be the only Same. reason I resubscribe. So when The Last of Us comes back, I'll be getting Max again and then probably canceling after the season ends. I think I get this with my cable subscription because oh my God. Sky rebrands oh, yeah. a lot of Max material into mm-hmm. Sky Originals. So I think I get oh. this included in my cable package. That's um that's also Netflix. A lot of Sky Originals get branded yep. as Netflix Originals. A hundred percent. Yeah, and so there's there's some Netflix shows that just air on Sky, and they're like, "This is a Sky Original." I'm like, "No, the fuck, it's not." No, yeah, not. <laughs> it's because they buy the rights to it, so they get yeah. to call it that. Yeah, lies. Well, let's get into some of the worst of 2023 in TV, Jade. And I mean, some people may not even know what we're talking about with these. Yeah, worst actor. And we start off strong here with Arnold Schwarzenegger in Fubar. <laughs> I just a, a movie that just you you go show. why show? I forgot this. Was, the, CJ, I don't even. I forgot this was a show. I I was so confused mm-hmm. when I turned this on. I was like, oh, this is. I movie. thought it was a movie too. <laughs> it, as I'm talking about it, I forgot. Show. Yeah. So this was so one bad. that like I I like kind of low key like I do like it in terms of like. It's in that category that I love. Like it's on the same length of, you know, obliterated, the recruit, the night agent, whatever. Um, but Arnold Schwarzenegger in this, I, dude, I'm sorry, but hang up your hat, man. The acting, dude, look, I can't. We know what we want from Arnold, and this is not it. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. We we don't want. And this. I'm sorry, but nothing makes me more uncomfy than the like romance scenes between him and the actress that plays his wife. I don't know why, but it gave me the, the strong ick. Yeah, strong mm. ick. Another show I forgot existed, Jade, and I I did not make it through the entire season. I think I made it through three episodes, and I was like, <sighs> I I can't. I gave it the three episodes. Good for and you. I, was like, I can't. I powered through. Florida Man, this show on Netflix, right? I'm not mistaken. Netflix, yeah. Netflix. Uh, Edgar Ramirez. Mm-hmm. I Jade, you made it through. W- what makes him the Listen, worst? Listen, what's crazy to me is Edgar Ramirez. I've seen him in some incredible things. He is a great actor. I think right now he's doing what the newest season of Doctor Death, and he's oh, really yeah. good in that. Um, this, I think, this for him was just again a paycheck. I think he signed on. He wanted to get a little bit of money to do something because he did not even literally it felt like he did not give a shit, which I understand because it was trash. It was a terrible show. Um, so I feel like he phoned it in, which yeah. understandable. Yeah. hundred percent. And then honorable mention here, Melody <laughs> Patankin for a show that I had never even heard of death and other details. I, I don't even know what this is, Jade. So this show is currently airing on Hulu. It's a Hulu original and it's supposed to be like very Agatha Christie style, like almost death on the Nile. Basically they're on this international cruise and a man is murdered and Manny Patinkin plays this like, like detective who is going to solve the murder. And he has this horrible accent. I don't even know Mm. what country he's supposed to be from Josh, but it's so bad. And I'm like, Mandy, you did a fantastic Spanish accent in princess bride. What's happening right now? What's going on? Again, this feels like he's phoning it in. This to me feels like just a project he took on and he doesn't really care about. And you can see that in his performance. And you know what what I'm just realizing now? I was looking through, we were talking about this, Mandy Batakin's profile. Do you remember Mm -hmm. Homeland? Do you remember the show Homeland? Yeah. I watched the first two seasons of that, which were okay. I thought that show ended in season three. 
Jade, do you know it that has show? Like seven went, seasons, right? Uh, it has eight seasons. Jade, it went on Jesus from two thousand eleven. It ended in twenty twenty. Isn't that wild? That's crazy to me. I had no idea that show was still airing. Who was watching at the end? Who was still watching that show? I question things like that all the time. That show went off the rails in like the midway through season two. like Way off the rails. You're exactly right. That's why I stopped. First of all, there's just so many um, things wrong with it in terms of like, it just is not, the messaging behind it was terrible. There was a lot of just racist undertones and overtones. (laughs) Um, It just, yeah. Yeah. It, not it great. Was, no. And a terrible portrayal of someone with um uh what did she have? Uh bipolar disorder. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Terrible, terrible portrayal yeah. of that mental health disorder. Anyways. Jesus Christ. Well, anyway, worst actor for 2023 in a TV show. Again, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Edgar Mar- 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 Ramirez, and Mandy Patakin and Jade, the winner is Edgar Ramirez. I mean what for the man. It was so bad. It was just trash. There was nothing that anyone could do to save that show. Um, yeah. Sorry, Edgar. Wasn't your year. This one's going to be a quick category, Jade. We have mm-hmm. two nominations for Worst Actress because we couldn't think of a ton that were really, truly bad. And I think we the appreciate- actresses were killing it this yeah, year. Yeah, I think we appreciate women more on this show. I, I, at we least I, I like to think we do. Yeah. But we had two nominations here. We had- <laughs> Lena Gomez for Only Murders in the Building because, come on, she was fucking phoning. Talk about phoning it in. She embodied Dude, phoning it in. The monotone, I, I couldn't. The mumbling. She, like, completely lost who her character was from season one to me. Like, season one, I was like, wow, this is, like, fun to see Selena in something again. Like, yeah. look at her. Season three, I was like, is she alive? Oh, no, we have to go solve this murder. Guys, what's going on? How's it, yes. how's it going? I feel like she, all of her lines were delivered like, Every, hey, she barely hey, opened her hey, mouth. You guys, what's and going everything on? was down here. What? Like, if I didn't have subtitles, I have no fucking idea what she was saying any of the time. There was no emotion on her face for anything, anything that was happening in a scene. I was just, I don't know. And people always like to blame her lupus. I'm not going to say that that doesn't, obviously affect her but like dude Dude, look christina applegate made it through the final season having fucking fucking, ms yeah with ms what was the show that she did uh dead to me dead to me i'm not gonna say it was great but she made it through and it was a good fucking performance she gave her fucking best absolutely gomez doesn't have any excuse like i'm sorry no she doesn't uh then we have priyanka was it chopra priyanka chopra chopra yeah for citadel another show i couldn't make it through jade i I couldn't do it. I tr- I tried my hardest. I, I really, really did. And I don't know what it was. Nothing clicked for me in the show. Oh, it was not good. I stayed for um, Rob Stark. I mean, mm, let's I just that. be honest. I get yeah. that. Um, also, because I like to see two hot people together, you know? That, but I like, mean, not mad about yeah. it. I mean, I, I my, my wife likes to watch 365. I've watched all of those shows. <sighs> I mean, yeah. you know, they're terrible, but. It's a lot of hot yeah. people having sex. Hot people, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Priyanka Chopra in this, I'm like, girlfriend, what is going on? Like, she hasn't been in a ton of things recently. I mean, her standout role was Quantico. That's what kind of put her on the map in America. And yeah. I haven't really seen her do a lot of great things since. And to me, I thought, oh my gosh, she has this new show, Citadel. I was excited to see her back in action. And again, it's just a poor performance. Very, like, lackluster um she's good to look at yeah love her 
I mean, yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I don't disagree with that. It's just, yeah. yeah. But, but the clear winner here is Selena Gomez. I mean, she's the girl, worst. I can't believe she got nominated. Like, for an, who, did you, who did you pay? Was it who an did in your globe? Oh, globe or something. How? I don't know how. Same. She had to pay someone. Yeah. Ugh. The only, you know what? They had to bring in Meryl Streep to save that show because that's the only thing that kept it going. Absolutely. If it wasn't for Paul Rudd and Meryl Streep, there would be nothing to see. Paul Rudd was also really good. Yeah. He's great. He's great in everything. Yeah. And Meryl Streep. She never does wrong. She never, like, she. Meryl showed exactly why that show was failing because you look at her performing in the show. And and I will say, Steve Martin and uh, Martin Short were still giving their all. But everyone else. Were they, though? Were they? Was Martin Short giving his all in the last season? Well, I guess you know what though Steve Martin did say that if once that show wraps, like he's retiring from acting. So I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if he's kind of already given up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, let's go into our last terrible category here: the absolute dumpster fire TV show of 2023. We oh. did have a lot of contenders for this, I will say, but <laughs> we narrowed it down to some of our favorites. I mean, starting right off, Jade, only murders in the building, season three. Again, it just, it just. It, we still love that show. Like I've watched all the seasons. I'll probably watch yeah. a season four if they have it, but like they need to do something like they need to do something different and show me they still fucking care. Show me they still season fucking care. One. Season yeah. one was so fun. And I loved the setup of the, of the mystery. Like season one was an actual mystery. At the end of every episode, we had a new suspect mm-hmm. and a new clue. And that's the model they need to follow if they want to continue for season four. And they actually had a podcast. Like for season three, like they had the podcast. They didn't even have the podcast. Barely was a like, podcast. What are you doing? Yeah, that was what the whole doing? point of it. Ugh. Yeah. Didn't make sense. Uh, another This show disappointed me. After Party Same. season two. Season one was so good. You know, maybe they should just have ended it as a limited series right there. The, you know what? And I almost feel like it was supposed to be a limited series. But because of the success of season one, they greenlit a season two. Mm. It's like they just they couldn't get the magic back from season one. And, season one was so funny. It was so funny and good. And again, interesting because it was an actual yes. murder mystery. Yep. This one, yes, was also a murder mystery, but like by the end, by the Barely. last episode, I was like, I'm no longer interested. I don't yes. care. I, I didn't care, care anymore. anymore. Also, it was just such a weird setup. It was like they were all at this house. This person died. The cops weren't called and they were yeah. just all hanging out versus like season one, the cops were immediately called and then they were all stuck there because they were they like, were none of clock. you. Were, yeah, yeah. They were like, none of you were leaving until I get statements from everyone before basically the uh, they come and collect everyone and whatever. So like yeah. it made sense. But season two, ugh, no. Next, of course, as we've talked about, we have Florida Man. If you can make it through this, like Jade, you're a better person than I am. I, I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't. Honestly, I, I, I want that time back for my life. <laughs> I mean, truly. We're, they should issue formal apologies to everyone who made it through. They, you should I get a letter in the mail. Yeah, you should, get a, you should get a check in the mail, and you should get an apology. With the entire cast and the director should say, "We apologize, and we'll never make you do this again." Yeah. 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 Thank you. Uh, the the last one, and this is just the mo for oh god, um, show creator. Final. Uh, oh, who, uh, who, Amy Sherman Palladino. Amy Sherman Palladino. Final season of marvelous Miss Maisel. <sighs> the marvelous Miss Maisel. Are I I I. Yeah, Jade. This this show 
literally had the setup. It had the perfect setup for a great and amazing final season. The show yeah. was so funny, so interesting, and they just fucked everything up at the end. Like, Dude, and I don't even understand why. So viscerally angry watching season five. Like. There was no reason. I never wanted to know what the future was. I didn't need to see where she ended up. I didn't need to see what her kids were doing. I didn't need to see her entire fucking career for the past 20 years. That was not what I was watching for. I wanted to watch the final moments leading up to her getting her big break, like basically making her household name. That's what I wanted. That's where it should have ended. But instead, Amy Sherman does what she fucking does. And she just completely obliterated what the show was in the final season, just like she did to Gilmore Girls. 100%. And I mean, everything, every choice made me angry. Like every single choice, like fucking oh. up Steve's, or uh, Joel's whole character. Oh my fucking God. Every, like immediately getting rid of uh, Stephanie Shue's character uh, mm -hmm. for, no re for no reason, for no I, good I, reason. I knew they were going to do bringing in this bullshit mob narrative that never needed to At be the included last fucking second. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking up Susie is relationship with, uh, Midge Midge. Yeah. For no good reason. Like everything good that I loved about that show got fucked up. Yeah. And by the end I was, like you said, I was so angry. I didn't yes. care anymore. I and didn't just care like, a shit about the show. Relationships with men. Like we learned in the future that she had married like six times. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to know this about her. I wanted, I, for me, I mean, the romance was great, but that wasn't the crux of it. But like, if they wanted to add a romance, I would have preferred she ended up with the one comedian that she slept with at the end of season That's four. That's what we all wanted, Jade. That's, That's what we that's all wanted. wanted. Yeah. I, I yeah. okay. But Jesus Jade, fucking Christ. to give it away, uh, the trashiest show. Or dumpster uh, fire. Dumpster fire. Not the trashiest. We haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. The dumpster fire show of 2023 out of Only Murders in the Building, After Party, Florida Man, and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Winner is? No surprise here. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, season five. I mean, my God. Talking about taking a good thing and just taking a giant dump on it. Yeah. But... God damn. Like, why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why do yeah. this to, to us? To me, that doesn't exist. It yeah. ends in season four. 100%. Let's go back to the best. Let's talk about the best yeah. shows yeah. of 2023. And we have four great contenders here. The Bear. Uh, Is there anything else to say, things. Jade? We, yep. we we know. This was a great show. Beef, one of Again. the best surprise shows, I, I think, of 2023. I mean. Yeah. Totally worth the watch as a limited series. You yes. Know? It just... I might Take even rewatch this at some point. Like now that it's Same. in one awards, I might go back and rewatch this. Jury duty. I watched this uh, again just recently, uh, right before the holidays. I actually watched it with my parents. I was like, mm -hmm. "You guys are gonna like this." They're like, "What is this? I don't know if we're like this." I said, "No, you're gonna love this." Like, we, literally, we watched like three episodes until like midnight, and then we all went to bed. And the next night, they were all like, "Are you gonna put on jury duty? Like, watch, you want to see what happens?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Um, and then, of course, The Last of Us uh, is here. I mean, yeah, one of the only reasons sh you should still have a Mac subscription if you still have one, this show yes. alone. And yeah. if you don't, just do what we do. Get it to watch The Last of Us. Cancel, cancel it. right after. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Joe, all right. <laughs> Joe. Joel. Who's I, was Joe? Jo I was thinking Joel, <laughs> and then I was thinking Jade, and then it just came out as Joe. 
And I don't know where the fuck it went after that. That's our third host. Third, yeah, third and Joe. That's <laughs> our it's our uh, research assistant. Yeah. Um, Jade, gonna let you announce this here: the best overall TV series of 2023, in our expert opinion. Come on, we have to give it to The Last of Us again. Yeah. I mean, I don't think again like this show got enough love, and this again just blew me away. I cannot wait for the next season because I cannot wait to just again talk about it with people. I mean. This combines like the action with like a little bit of horror with just, I mean, these beautiful, breathtaking stories of human connection, like uh, so well done. Yeah. Don't, don't ruin this like fucking Game of Thrones does. God. Don't, don't do that to us. Seriously. Don't do that. Give me like a perfect three seasons. You know, you know, what's, you know, what's going to be the really defining line here in season two, three is I spoiler. I think we all know if you've looked ahead at what happens in the game, there's some pretty tragic stuff that happens. If they yeah. deviate from the game. I think that's where you're going to see some of the mm-hmm. fan base break off and problems and plot holes I start know. to emerge. People are already mad about the casting of Abby being Caitlin Deaver because Abby is supposed to be a very tall, jacked woman. Caitlin Deaver is basically my size and even uh, tinier. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, well, it's interesting to see how she embodies that role. I'm just excited. I think she's a great actress. So yeah, yeah looking forward same. to season two. Well, Jade, now it is time for... I mean, I think our favorite category, the trashiest yeah. TV show of the year. We did have a lot of contenders here, Jade. Let's start it off. We have our nominees of You Season 4. I mean, mm-hmm. Jade, <laughs> are you ever going to stop watching You? No. No. Look, was Season 4 good? No. Did I watch all of it and was still hooked? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I I will watch Joe kill as many people as he needs to kill. Yeah, please. You know? And like, I, I love now that they're just kind of switching it up. They're doing like this little, I don't know, like. They did that weird murder person, mystery weird thing. Murder mystery. Yeah, whatever. I'll, whatever sure. the fuck it sounds, was. Fu- sounds fucking great. I'll watch it again. Yeah, season five. You want to do something weird? I'm in. I'll watch that. Yeah. Why not? Sure. Fuck it. Uh, Sex Life. Season two. Yeah. You know, I mean, the. Just what we were talking about earlier. Is the plot of this good? No. No. Bad. All of it's bad. Is it too hot people fucking? Yes. And that's what we're here for. You know, like we know what it is. Sometimes all you need. Sometimes all you need, Jade. That's fine. I'm okay with it. Softcore porn. We're here for it. Yeah. Uh, Jade, this is one I almost forgot about until I was looking back at my (laughs) TV time. But it's one, it's good, but it's a little trashy. It's Red Rose. Oh, yeah. British film. Yeah. British TV show. Red Rose. Um like crept up on us out of nowhere. I felt like I, it was like kind of advertised for like a week. And then Netflix was like, okay, moving on watching it. It's this weird, insane kind of mysterious kind of horror thriller show that is it again, it's not necessarily good, but also it's like, I couldn't stop watching. No, same. Like you kind of suggested this and you're like, I'm watching the show. It's like red rose. I don't even know if it's good, but like I'm watching it and I'm like, I'll give it a shot. And I'm like, it's this trashy teenage angsty. I don't even know what thing. And with, with a weird app that. that yeah. It's like, is the app ha- are she being yeah. haunted by spirits? Yeah. Like, is it like it's a weird. hacker? Like, is it wh- who knows what it is? So, and that's what kept me hooked. I kept being like, this yeah. is not good, but also what's going on. I need to know. And then Jade, talk about a TV show that just completely missed the mark and <laughs> missed the point of anything. Squid game, the challenge. God. How did we get here, Jade? Like a literal show that was 10 years in the making that is literally stands for everything Mm anti-capitalism in the downfall of, I mean, and and just comments on late stage capitalism and all of its problems. Yeah. 
you literally put together the game show aspect of that show so mm-hmm. that people can fuck each other over to make money. It, it, I, I, I don't, I, yeah. I don't, and, and the game itself fucked people over. Like, that's, that's the just crazy so part. crazy. Yeah, because people got injured, actually injured, and, and they're suing the show. And it's weird because it's it's that weird voyeurism of mm-hmm. we are watching these people put themselves through essentially terrible things for our entertainment just and so that they a have it. That is in no way fair. Like, like no. have, it didn't matter if you were great, not great. There were just random yeah. instances where you're like, oh, well, too fucking bad. You're out. Yeah. Like in battleships, everyone who was in a ship had nothing to do with them. They had mm-hmm. no chance, no, no choice in the matter. Right. And, you know, it's just like, it, it's that thing. And, and you're exactly right. They completely missed the mark of the show is about that late stage capitalism. And it is about the rich using the poor as entertainment. Basically, it's that gladiator level thing of mm-hmm. you're fighting for just scraps of what the rich have, you know, like. And. Netflix. Netflix did it. <laughs> dude, fucking dystopic, dude. Absolutely. hundred percent is. hundred yeah. percent is. Like it, it's, it's wild. But was it entertaining though? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was. <laughs> dude, I'm not above it. I'm not saying I'm above it. I don't want that to be. If they have yeah. a season two, I watch it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Watch it. Let's be fucking real. Okay. Uh, Jade, I'm, you know what? You, you, there's no ethical consumption in capitalism. Thank it's, you. There is. Yeah. There isn't. It's, it's, there isn't. I'm just so. trying to get through the goddamn day. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Just <laughs> fuck. And Jade, the winner here out of all of our trashiest shows, Squid Game, The Challenge, Red Rose, Sex Life, uh, Season 2, and You Season 4, the winner, I think it's clear here. Yeah, You Season 4. I mean, come on. We know what the show is, but America loves it. The people we, love it. We all love we, it. We all I knew wanna... Season 4 was terrible, but... Yeah. We're all going to be watching for season five. And the show hasn't been good since season two. I mean, it's fine. It's exactly. Terrible. We it's will great. pin Badgley. You go wrong. Never stop. Never stop. Puts XOX. on the baseball cap. XOXO. <laughs> fucking narrates himself. I'm here for it. I, I want just one time for him to put XO in. If they don't fucking do that, at Come least on. in the finals, final season, like they they're missing to. an opportunity here. Thousand percent. Thousand yeah. percent, Jade. He's like XOXO, Joe. Joe. <laughs> Come on. See what she did there. See what she did there. Uh, Jade, that was, that's it. I think that's, that's all for 2023. We've, we've done our trashies. We've awarded them. Yeah. Uh, everyone who's won, they're uh, in the mail uh, yep. with all of the other awards that we've sent out. Over the, the years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're there. They're, we've sent them to your agents or how? <laughs> look for it in the know. post. You look for it in the post. Yeah. End yeah. post is here in Ireland. You know, whatever. It's fine. Well, Jade, um, I just realized, as because we're two professionals here, we haven't really picked a movie for next week, but maybe we can just make it a uh, surprise for the folks. We, we have. We're, yeah, yeah. So Remember? We'll, no, we, we know oh, the we movie. Did. What movie are we doing? Um, Jade, I, I, I fucking forgot. I'm not a professional <laughs> at all, apparently. We are watching The Holdovers, which was an Oscar-nominated <gasps> film starring yes, Paul Giamatti. It is now streaming on Peacock. I'm actually really excited to watch this. I, I'm glad you remember that, Jade, because I sure as fuck didn't. I'm actually really Thank excited because I love jo- Paul Giamatti, Jal Giamatti, John Giamatti, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Whatever the fuck fucking, his name is. Fucking the name is and everything. I think he's Same. one of the better character actors out there. And I think it's overlooked in so many of his performances. Like, I feel like he's a guy so many people can just be like, oh, yeah, I've seen Listen, him in something. I've that man gave his all in Big Fat Liar. Okay. He oh, dyed himself it. blue. So, <laughs> I always forget about that. Yeah, you did. I never will. <laughs> Jade, that man single-handedly tanked 
the fucking uh, wine industry in California. The fucking God. he fucking changed that movie After with sideways. his line. Yeah, he's like, I'm not drinking fucking Merlot. That they. So good. That movie—it's always mind blowing to me what little things can change something major in real life. Like mm-hmm. that changed for decades wine behavior, where people were not consuming as much Merlot and were drinking more Pinot Noir. Because in that same movie, he has a, a whole line with that, like diatribe, like about why Pinot Noir is so good and why he loves mm-hmm. it more than other wines. And like, I'm gonna be honest, Jade, I was like 16 watching that movie. One of the first wines I ever drank was Pinot Noir because of that fucking movie. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. I was like, oh, I got to get Pinot Noir because fucking sideways to say that's the fucking thing to drink, you know? And to this day, I love Pinot Noir. Like, I'm not going to say I don't, but like, I love Pinot Noir. But like, yeah, mine goes like Cab Sauv, Pinot Noir. Then actually, maybe a Merlot. See, I don't know. Cab Sauv, I'm I'm not. uh, not I love a good cab. I love a good, I like to be old world. I like to be a little bougie. I like a good Burgundy. That's that's Burgundy is good. I will say the first wines that I. Basically Pinot Noir. (laughs) Yeah, I know. The first wines that I ever tried though was actually at a uh, vineyard in Tuscany in Chianti. Of course. So you like a night. What is that line from uh, fucking <laughs> Sounds of the Lamb? Uh, it is I ate his uh, liver with some uh, Chianti and fava beans. Oh, yes, with fava beans and nice Chianti. <laughs> Still one yeah. of the creepiest fucking things that's ever been done on TV. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mind you, I was like 16. So, yeah. you know, I'm like trying all these wines. I'm like, mm, good. And like handing the glass to my mom. And she, she's like, don't mind if I do. <laughs> Well, then, like I said, I stand corrected. Next week, we will be watching The Holdovers. But, Jade, where can folks find us between now and next week? You guys can follow us on all of our socials. We are on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Our Taste is Trash. We are also, uh, you can find us on our website, OurTasteIsTrash.com. Come back next week when we review the movie. Once again, The Holdover. It's streaming now, Jade. Where is it again? Peacock. On Peacock. We'll see you next week. To get ourselves a treat.